0: When we were finishing our negotiation, they called us to São Paulo to meet in person and this stuff. And when we got to the meeting, that was like the CEO of the company that was um, was one of the heirs of uh, McGraw-Hill, which is the owner of s and which owns am So I was like, wow, yeah, that, that, that's really big. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the
1: B2B SaaS podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Verma. Today, we have Alexandra with us. Alexandre is the co-founder and CMO of a company called Clux. Hey, Alexandre, welcome to the show. Hello, Pedra. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me to talk to your audience. It's a great pleasure. All right, Alexandra. Let's try to understand, right, what you do, right? What Clicks does and, like, why customers are
0: paying you money. What's What's the product all about? Great. Uh, well... We are specialized in a very specific problem. Um, Long story short, we are very good on uh, taking financial data out of PDFs and images and turning it into explorable data that you can use in different analysis, like credit analysis, investment analysis, uh, statistic models. Uh, So basically, uh, uh, what we do is we take data from balance sheets and income statements out of PDFs and images and and enter that into verified uh, high quality data. Uh, to, um, to be used in analysis. Got it. And so what exactly do you sell to
1: your customer? Is it, a, is it the software that you sell or is it the process data that you typically sell? Talk about the
0: product. The, there. Great question. There, there are two things we sell to our customer. Um, we combine that skill with data mining. Uh, mm-hmm. So we mine f- a, a financial statements in, that are public in the web and then we extract the data out of the PDFs and, and make the data um how beautiful and and verified and and sell that to to distributors abroad so uh Bloomberg gets our data motives s and and these guys they they sell it in in what we call our wholesale uh so that's like a data as a service model at a desk uh but we also sell uh the the financial spreading service so mm-hmm. well, a bank needs to spread a lot of financial statements every day. And they can send it to us, and we give it back to them spread it in the um, in the model they use in the standard they use with uh their file with the they use a json or t x c or if they use an excel we we customize everything um uh for the banks to, um, to in order to use that that data in their analysis got it and and uh, talk about the
1: second part of it right so is it more like a service thing or or do you sort of sell it uh, sell the software here exactly
0: it's more like a service thing uh, okay. for one, one specific uh, uh, reason. Um, there's no way to f- spread financial data nowadays with current technology with the quality that banks need in credit analysis. So mm-hmm. you can do it automatically with an OCR or something like that, but it, it, it's not good. It, it doesn't get as good as they need. Uh, so what we do, we do use the OCR. We, we, OCR, you know, uh, optical character recognition is the technology used yeah. to, to read images uh, with texts. So we use the OCR, we extract the data out of the PDFs and images, uh, and, but we, we have a verification process, a, a quality assurance process done by, by trained accountants to make sure that everything is in order and everything is, is in the, the correct uh, places in, in our uh, deliverables.
1: Got it. Essentially, you use the software that you created for your own purposes. You use it internally to give banks the data that they really want. Something like
0: yeah, we we combine different OCRs Mm -hmm. uh, to extract the data out of PDFs, and then it gets into uh, into into our software and uh, our quality assurance software. That's a proprietary software that we've done from from zero, Um, and we apply that to that data with a a human labor to make sure that everything is uh, all right and send that to banks. And that's that's more or less a three hour time a turnaround time. Got it. And let's move on to
1: your customers, right? So, how many customers are you serving today, across both of these, you know, financial models that you have? Well,
0: looking for this service of of both financial of them, spread, both of
1: them, and you can just give me a split, right? So, where how many customers you have got both of them, so we can uh, take no, no, right?
0: We have we have three products, um, on 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 the financial spread. service might be more or less fifteen banks, Brazilian banks that are using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we nowadays are, are focused in, in Brazil because it's our country, but the technology is usable uh in for any language basically and and we do have uh uh banks that are in brazil but they they send us uh, um, files in other languages and from their other uh, uh branches mm-hmm. uh so that's more than fifteen banks in brazil and well when we talk about our deaths uh, yeah. our, our data as a service where we 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 send financial uh, sure. data in our wholesale uh might be six or seven. Mm-hmm. uh but we have a saas as well it's okay. uh it's a platform that you can access financial data of brazilian companies and that's more or less 50 uh clients
1: 50 is
0: it so just give yeah. me an approximate
1: sense right? so i definitely want to deep dive into saas because that's what my audience are looking forward to here but that just in terms of approximate revenue that you're doing across these three you know models that you have right so just give me an approximate split right so where are you in terms of you know how how well is your dash working how well is your saas working and Know, how your service is more looking just give me uh, like a
0: uh, like a revenue breakdown
1: yes yes yes
0: all right uh might be 50% das mm-hmm. uh 40% our uh financial spreading service and 10% our SaaS. it's, it's just getting yes, much more clients. yeah our, our SaaS has much more clients but the ticket is much lower let's let's stick our conversation to
1: just your SaaS product for now right so just talk about the origin story here, right? So how did you sort of start your SaaS, like, and just give a sense of, like, how you got those first few customers?
0: Great. Um, our our uh, vision when we start was to, to be a SaaS, right? So mm-hmm. uh, oh, when we started, uh, we, what we thought of doing was to be like a Brazilian capital YQ. That, mm-hmm. that was the vision, right? Uh, capital YQ at that time didn't have uh, the data from Brazilian companies. Uh, it started having later on because we started selling to them on our data service but when we started they didn't have and then we thought well let's grab the data from Brazilian uh, companies and and sell that as a saas and then we will we will uh get rich doing that mm-hmm. uh but it didn't work out in the start um we we built the the the, the software and all the bots to get the data and we put that in a into a platform but it it like uh features so we just we're just like um, exploring financial statements uh, uh and we didn't have the, the financial spreading uh, mm-hmm. tuned at that time uh we thought we would have Italy, but well then we invested a lot we tried to to use to, to make like an automatic financial spreading and then did a workout and 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 you know uh send th- so we had only pdfs and a few accounts that people could explore and we started to, try to sell that and we we sold like four or five licenses, we could keep doing that, but, uh, it would take too long to make <laughs> that work. And So <laughs> we, we just pivoted to selling it to, uh, to other financial intelligence platforms in abroad that didn't have data from Brazilian companies at the time. So. Um, we started as a SaaS and then we pivoted to be a DAS and, and, and so later on...
1: Of, so just uh, help me complete the story, right? So in, in, in DAS deals that you typically do, right? So like how much do these external platforms pay you? So what sort of a deal sales are we talking about? The six, seven, you
0: know, big platforms
1: like uh, companies that
0: use you? Um, in, in our DAS service, basically we we have uh, more than a hundred bots mining financial statements of Brazilian companies in many different sources. Brazil has, has a lot of different sources. It's different from other countries that have like centralized financial statements from private companies. Uh, the private companies in Brazil, they just publish financial statements like everywhere. So you, they, they must, have, you must have like specialized boss to, to make the work. So we did that uh, and we are like a data hub for, for uh, this financial intelligence platform like Emperor YQ or Aburo Vendai. Um Bloomberg uh, gets our data as well. Uh, TTR, LexisNexis, we have So, like, few, My question uh, is
1: like, just give me an approximate sense of like how much Bloomberg pays you to sort of get this data from you.
0: Um, I don't have that right now, but. So I'm just it,
1: looking for approximate ranges. Is it $10,000 deal? Yeah, is it $100,000 deal per year? Like, what are we looking at?
0: Might be like $20 per company per year. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say I find 25, uh uh uh, thousand companies a year. That's more or less my my volume. Then you can do the math.
1: Okay. That's a lot of money. All right. Uh, yeah. Keep on going. So you started, you pivoted to DAS, and then what
0: happened after that? Uh, uh so yeah, we, uh, we, we, we turned into like a DAS company because it would be easier to fund and to grow. I mean, we could go to venture capitals or, or to investors and, and grab data and sell them our, our sense um, a model. Uh, but, but we we didn't want to raise capital. We wanted to do it on our own. We we wanted to to bootstrap. So um, the 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 way to finance it more easily would be to to make the data service because that was like a, a low hanging fruit. They needed the data. Uh, there wasn't much clients. You know, like not like a thousand uh, uh, financial platforms around. Uh, but but the, it was low hanging. It, yeah. it there wasn't. It wasn't very scalable, but it was low-hanging. So that's where we, we directed our efforts um, and, and it worked very well. They, they really wanted and needed that. And it was effectively a, 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 low, a low-hanging uh, opportunity, uh, but it wasn't that easy to get to this guy to that point because we were very, very small, you know, like we were studying and, and trying to build something that didn't exist. But there's an inter- interesting story there, uh, our, our first first desk client was Capital YQ. And and that was that was really fun to uh to I mean, so, wait, explore. Like,
1: uh, how how did you sort of convince them to sort of start using your platform? I mean you you guys like were no one for them, right? So you're just starting out. So how did that work
0: out? Yeah it, it started with a cold call. So I mm-hmm. called them on their on their uh Sao Paulo office mm-hmm. and I was like hey can I talk to your director? Uh they had like a director that that would take care of Everything was, wasn't like a specialized director of data. Here it was like more of a, of a commercial office. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I got to their director and said, hey, well, um, I'm from Kalux, um, and we are with this product. We have a lot of financial data of private Brazilian companies. I've noticed that in your platform, you don't have that. And then he was, was like, wow, really? You have that? I can't believe it. I really want it. But... Uh, you know, um, right now, it's not the good momentum to explore that because Waiko at this point is investing in Asian data and I wouldn't be able to sell that internally. So, well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll get back to you if if that makes sense to us later on. And, well, we hang the phone and, and I just thought, well, right, I'm never going to hear from him again. But after six months, he's surprisingly called me and I was like, uh, hey, hello, oh, here's Pedro from Capra Do you remember me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, it's great to hear from you. And then he said that at that point was a good time to start exploring Brazilian data because they were in the Latin American cycle of in- investing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after that, things uh, um, just uh, ran smoothly. But in, in, when we were finishing our negotiation, they called us to São Paulo to meet in person and this stuff. And when we got to the meeting, that was like the CEO of the company. That was um, was one of the heirs of uh, McGraw Hill, which is the owner of S and P, which owns Capital IQ. So it was like, well, yeah, that's that's really important. That that's really big. All right, cool. Uh, and and that was it. Then I, we got Capital IQ, and then after that, um, it was easier to to approach other other clients. And all they... of this, you,
1: you were doing bootstrap, right? So you were just doing it on your own.
0: Yeah, that was that was bootstrap. And yes. then
1: no. you know, go back, like go, like come forward, right? So I'm assuming you're doing a couple million or more than that in dash revenue today, right? So when did you decide to move to SaaS, like, and what, what was the journey like? So when exactly did you decide, okay, enough is enough, let's move into SaaS and
0: scale it? So talk about that story. Uh, when well, we decided to move to SaaS, you yeah. mean? Yeah, SaaS was it, was our was our. First product, but then we pivoted, and then we got back to it. Yeah. A- actually, we, we never gave up of it because we maybe we should have because yeah. it it kind of uh, uh uh make makes things late for us to to keep investing in that. But we we understand that when we we find our scalability on SaaS, that's where we are gonna grow really um really big. You know that, that that's that's the the best way of scalability once you have uh, a good product. And we think that we are close to that. Not sure how close, but right so now with uh, you've got sorry, 50, okay. fifty
1: odd customers on your SaaS platform today, right? So, so yeah, how much right. do they pay you on an average today? It's like how
0: big of a deal is are we talking about here? Ah, uh, it's um two thousand riyal. Right? more or less. It's up, uh in in uh, in dollars four hundred dollars more or less you monthly. That's monthly. And
1: just yeah. like so, where are you getting all of these customers from? Like, so
0: I'm assuming they're not from your dash
1: platforms, right? So this got it, these are new customers, right? different set of requirements. So where are you finding them? How are they discovering you?
0: Yeah, perfect. We we have um, we have two channels. Uh, sure. Just the, the basic. We, we are we are trying to, to do the basic. Well done. Uh, we do inbound and we do outbound. Uh-huh. Our outbound front, we have uh, an STR, a, a sales representative, uh, trying to to hit the leads. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, he he once the the lead is is hit. He can send it to our closer, which usually closes the deal. Mm-hmm. And well, the, uh, our SDR he just um prospects a lot of in LinkedIn like searching for companies in our persona, and you know he do the basics like on LinkedIn he he gets connections and and uh, gets in contact with people, but he also reheats um like uh, older leads that came to us but didn't close at some point in, in the history, and our inbound sales well that's uh that's pretty much uh seo and our newsletter actually our newsletter is our main inbound um so how uh, big model. of a newsletter are we talking about how many subscribers do you have on there uh, um we have like six or seven thousand subscribers but like um th- that usually open our our newsletters that we are sending them like regularly it might be three thousand So sort of like When
1: did you start building this newsletter? Like, was it a personal thing for you? Talk about that newsletter journey.
0: Yeah, we in the start we did a lot of outbound, right? So I I was like sending emails and getting contacts linked. Then, um, well, made a lot of uh, outbound sales. Um, It was quite new for people, so it was interesting, and they would be interested on giving me their contact so I could get in contact later or or, and so on. Um, Once we had like. 500 people, um, uh, listed and, and, already in our outbound sales that, 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 went in, in our outbound sales process. Um, then we started doing the newsletter and, and we, we would feed our, our newsletter, um, uh, list, uh, with our outbound sales, um, efforts. So I would, I would make a prospection in outbound sales. I would get the contact of someone. Uh, I would ask him, oh, can I, can I put you on my, um, on my newsletter? Mailing list, they would say well, yes, and then I would put them in so, our mail. So you would reach
1: out, some, reach out to somebody who's like, who you never know, right? It's a cold lead, and you would strike a conversation with them, and if they're not ready, you would ask them to sort of, can I put them in my newsletter, and then that's how you ended up building the newsletter, is it? That's right, that's right, exactly. Okay, sure. that's, that's wonderful. And like, you mentioned $400 is what they're paying, on, paying you on an average. Is it like per month or per year? It, that's a monthly
0: fee, uh, okay.
1: and the contract is yearly. Got it. Right. so like, just uh, talk about the you know bottom of the funnel, right? So when somebody discovers you, right? So how do you convince them? How do you convert them into paying customer? Perfect.
0: Um, usually you know uh, we we know the personas that convert, mm-hmm. so uh, we have some some sort of people that that we know well. This guy is, is hot. Well, this guy might not be that hot, so we would put much more effort on the hot ones, right? That we know that that he is in our persona. Yeah. Once we get the guy in our persona, we we need to validate if he's, he's in good timing to signing, if uh, he has the budget, and if the guy I'm talking to is the guy that decides. So uh, I'm talking to an analyst that won't have uh, uh, the the um, right level of uh, uh, decision making to to sign something. Uh, I would try to escalate to his manager before uh, getting to our closer. So that's that's the job of our SCR. He, he hits the lead, he gets in contact with the with the manager, uh, which d- decides, he validates that the guys have a, a budget and then uh, he sends it to our closer. And he, in this process, of course, we we try to uh, to show them all the value of our solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we work with data, right? So it's, yeah. it, it's not that difficult to show the value of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difficult part is, um, is to prove them that they will use that data um, regularly, it's not only it's not only gonna be curiosity, you know. Like he signs to because he's curious of something, and then he uses three or two three times, and, and he gives up uh, using it, and then that's that's a big problem for our CS team. Then mm-hmm. our 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 success needs to reheat this guy and and find out how how we can use the the platform regular early, and um, so th- there is this job of of, of um, so convincing how, them that they're gonna how be long does it take to
1: sort of close this, like how long is your sales cycle today on an average?
0: Uh, I don't have this number. It, it varies a lot. Sometimes some guys come and say, well, I want to sign. And okay, let's sign. What's, and what's and a typical number? Like is, it, like, is, is it
1: months, weeks, you know, is it quarters? Like, how does that look like typically?
0: The, 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 regular, the regular cycle might be um, one month and a half or something like that from getting to the lead, Finding the the decision making guy, uh, validating budget, and showing ev- all the organization that they're going to take advantage of the platform. That's that that might take one, one month and a half, more or less. But r- right now, with um, we are doing a lot of things integrated with ChatGPT and um and and some um present automatic presentations. They use ChatGPT on their backend, uh, and and that's helping us to convince them much more on the value of the the platform and how they could use that regularly. Got it. Like just help help me understand right, how you're growing, right?
1: So exactly 12 months before today, how many customers you had on your SaaS platform? Uh, we had um,
0: on our platform, our SaaS, it yeah. was 25, 30. Yeah. Um, you almost doubled, doubled something like that.
1: Sorry? You almost doubled something like that over the past year Yeah, yeah almost like, Yeah, that's right. Got it. And then... Can you just help me quantify, right? So in terms of your outbound versus inbound, where are most of these people discovering? Is it just 50-50 or is there any split there?
0: I think that would be 60% outbound, 40% inbound. But the inbound lead, he comes um, more prepared. He's, he's, yeah. already, he's already hidden. So um, he already received a lot of newsletters. He already went into our blog and read a lot of stuff. And he he already... He knows why he wants, so it's uh, it's a shorter cycle to, to close it. Mm-hmm. Um, the outbound might take longer, and he, the outbound a lot of times it just goes to our uh, mailing list and, and keeps receiving our our communications. So I was
1: asking about your churn, right? So how, how how have you been able to sort of keep your customers, right? So basically, like you had twenty five odd customers like twelve months before, right? So how many of them still use your platform today?
0: Yeah, we had a churn problem uh, in. Uh it was one year ago we had uh, a lot of churns happening mm-hmm. and then when we didn't have a CS, um a c. s. Uh, the uh, area structured, so we started to, to structure our c. s process um and well it, it took a little time to understand what was the problem, what was why were the, the the guy's churning and how to mitigate that we we got a lot better, but still we have some churn. Can you on, quantify on that?
1: Like, like, how does that look like? It's so you had a, you really. had around thirty odd customers twelve months before, right? So how many of them still you know use your platform today among that thirty odd cohort?
0: Yeah, f- from from those thirty, I uh, five or six churns, gotcha. and we've put other thirty on, so it might be like fifty somewhere now.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, Alexander. So what's What? One last question, right? So what's the vision here? So where do you see your company going going in the next two to three years? Like. What's gonna happen now?
0: Uh, we are doing a lot of effort on data mining right now. We basically, our our tech team is fully dedicated uh, on data mining because we have a lot of uh, financial statements lost in the web from private companies. And um, we are not getting it yet because they are in really hard to find sources, you know, and for in this, in this environment of financial data in Brazil, in, we are uh, definitely the, the most advanced company on that. We, we are, mo- most of our effort is is on that. Uh, and even though there's a lot of energy systems around again, so we are putting a lot of effort on that. So that's that's going to be our 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 midterm vision for yeah. the next twelve twelve months. That might be what we are going to do. But after okay. having a lot of data, uh, I it, it might be wise to extract intelligence out of it. You know, so. Um, the, the integrations with ChatGPT and verifications on what ChatGPT GPT, does because he makes mistakes and and all this um, this cycle is are gonna be our our effort after that probably uh, you know extracting different sort of analyses uh, making automatic credit analysis using it and using credit models um, creating different analysis for for investment banks and and consultancy firms like SWOT analysis and. Benchmarking analysis and all this stuff. Uh, all this automatically, we understand it's going to create a lot of value and we, it's going to uh, um, make us able
1: to, to reach new clients. Uh, thanks, Alexandra. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Hope you scale your company to much, much greater heights.
0: Thank you, Pedra. Thanks for the opportunity. It was great
1: talking to you. Thanks for watching the B2B SaaS podcast channel. Please make sure to subscribe to the channel here.